It's Kitchen Table Spirituality. I'm Jonathan Malone with Charlie Eastman. Charlie Eastman is a pastor of Southboro Congregational Church, Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. I am not going to go back and redo that. We're back to the old us. I love it. And Jonathan Malone is the pastor uh, at the uh, Greenwich East Side First Baptist Congregation of Churches in yeah East Greenwich. I already said that. In Rhode Island. In Rhodey at Little Rhodey. Little Rhodey. We love you. Cutest state in the nation. It will On be a map, a- anyway. It, it is an adorable-looking state, isn't it? It is. Just tucked in there. Just that perfect little corner. Yeah, take that, Delaware. Everybody loves Rhode Island. Yeah, nobody nobody looks at yeah. Delaware and says, that's cute. They say, what? how did that get in the way? Exactly. What, what, what was the purpose of that? And then Florida. Oh, enough, please. Just stop. Yeah. Tech, you know, I, I still like the look of New York. Yeah, maybe because yeah. I'm a native, but I think New York is a fine-looking state. It is a good-looking state. Yeah. I'm, I'm, partial to, uh, I'm partial to Vermont because it... It uh, it has that kind of lean over dominance on mm. New Hampshire. I can't. It's it's hard for me to see Vermont without New Hampshire. I've got to put the two together. And I know. Oh yeah. I know that's going to upset everyone from Vermont and New Hampshire. Oh, but you know it's violently. True. It's it's a uh, it's it, that day is coming. Together forever. <laughs> so Charlie, how are you doing? I am well, thank you. I am uh, just back from a short time away that probably felt very long to the Fuller family. We uh, we staged a, a time of uh, invading their home for a week uh, to get away uh, briefly, and it was glorious. So you were at the Fuller house? We were. The, nice. the Fuller house was Fuller, and we were fishing and swimming and biking and hiking and disc golfing and all the stuff that you can do. It was That's- fun. Great That's, time away. Oh, good. And in Vermont, from what I understand, right? Indeed. Nice. Deep in Vermont. Deep in Vermont. I'll tell you what was nice about being in Vermont is is the fact that when you're in Vermont, you're 10 to 15 degrees cooler than you are Oh yeah. back in sweaty Franklin. We came mm. back, and then one day we were like, oh, I miss Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Has the, uh, have the leaves started to change at all? <laughs> Amazingly, just, just started. A couple yeah. trees are already... Cycling over, it's it's intense up there. Yeah, you get to early September, those leaves are already ready to flee the coop. Yeah, they don't mess around in Vermont. They do think, not mess around. I think Preston said it's it's uh, seven to eight months of snow a year. Good of, of snow on the ground. I love it. Yeah. I, if if ugh. well, Charlie, I, say the word, and I'm ready to go and start a commune in Vermont with you. Oh man, that'd be glorious! I'd be yeah. in better shape than ever, following you around on all your hikes. <laughs> um, we'll see, we'll see. I have not yet convinced my wife that the charms of the North are a part of her destiny. She does not, mm. does not. This is as far north as apparently she would like to go. Although maybe I could get her into Southern Vermont. But well, there you go. Southern Vermont's nice as well. Southern Southern Vermont is just basically Albany. The problem is, if I'm in Southern Vermont, I'm three hours away from all my f- friends. So. Uh, well, not all my friends, but a number of them. Anyway. You'll make new friends. It would also make work really difficult. Oh, yeah, there is for that. Me. How it's is more work? Do you have walk. news for uh, for Pilgrim mm-hmm. Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts? Sure, I do. We are bearing down on our open date, uh, like like many churches are. Mm. Many churches are going to be back on campus soon, and we're looking forward to that. We're 
what what I'm challenged by are the things that we're not going to have. Like we're not going to have Sunday school. Yeah. To start the year, we're not going to have the choir singing as a group to start the year. There's just so many things that we're doing. Although having seen what's about to happen in Britain, I feel like a baby for complaining about it. They're about to go down to gatherings of no more than six people. Oh wow! Indoor or outdoor, no more than six. Well, they're that... having a major flare-up as many oh, countries are in Europe. So. Oh no! Well, I mean that fits the British affect of not showing emotion and not really enjoying. I'm sure they're being stoic and keeping the stip upper stip stip upper lip. <laughs> That's not a band name already. Um, yeah, but but other than that, things are things are well. Uh, we are working diligently. We have uh, we have our new um, we have our new vision statement. I was going to ask. Incredibly excited about. Have you yep. have you done the big reveal? Uh, it's been it's been coming out in people's emails, and there's going to be an article in the Spire, which may or may not already be out at the time of this recording. So mm. I'm just going to say it. Okay, uh, let's if hear that's it. all right. It's growing faith, strengthening families, loving all. Growing faith. Strengthening families, loving all. That's it. Wow. Punchy, yep. short. You can test your ministries against it. Every member can memorize it and yep. own it. It's just a, it's, it's, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful to the vision team who worked with me through the, the summer to craft it. It's just, I think it's right on. That's fantastic. Great. Yeah. I, I, I look forward to the big reveal party that I know you had to postpone it. You were going to do a big, you know, Vision statement reveal party with Kate. That is going to be hilarious when we do our our 2022 vision statement party in person. That'll be great. Mm. <laughs> next year in Jerusalem. Well, good. Next good year. to hear. How about how about East Greenwich? Is there still a church there? There is still a church there. We um, last Sunday, I want to share. We we had our our final outdoor service. Ah. And and I I hate to say this, Charlie, but every time we've had one, the weather's been fantastic. <laughs> It figures. But it figures. Uh, something wonderful happened um, on this one. So those who made it, were there, they were able to see it. But uh, we had it this time at Academy Field, which is a field in more or less the heart of East Greenwich. It's a town mm-hmm. field. And, um, you know, we got the permits and everything all set up. Uh, and uh, the space we took was right near some basketball courts because there were some trees there, some shade. So it was really good. We've done a service there before. Mm-hmm. But unbeknownst to us... On Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, uh, there is a basketball league that practices on those courts of elementary school kids. Of course and so there is. about 40 kids, each with their own basketball, were uh, practicing dribbling br- drills and um, shooting, and um, I don't know what else one does Because for what else on God's green earth would you do on Sunday morning at 10 a.m.? I know, right? What else, what else could you would you do? possibly want to do well, ever someone, in life? Someone actually also was mowing his lawn not far from where we were. Sure he was, because so, there's literally nothing, nothing else, else to do at 10 a.m. on I, Sunday morning. I feel like you're being coy. I'm not Bitter. Bitter. Party of one. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm right here. Thank you. That's my yes. table. It was... So, you know, everyone just adjusted right away, and we all put a good face on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was hilarious just to have all the dribbling happening. Did Some, you have to deliver a message in between the basketball hits? It and how did that was go? Often, like <laughs> you uh, did the Kirk sermon. Like yes, the I James did. James T. Kirk sermon. I did encourage that if any. I said, you know, if any of the kids make a three pointer, a good clean three pointer, applaud. 
Please, yeah. There was no applause. No. So Good, apparently those kids need to be there Okay. and keep practicing. Fair enough. Apparently. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't. I'm not right. saying they shouldn't, uh, obviously. Yeah. Obviously at 1 o'clock on a Sunday they should be doing basketball. At 1 o'clock on a... Uh, so, yeah... Um, some good things that came out of it. A lot mm-hmm. of good things. One is, you know, is all, all things being equal, they were really respectful, as respectful as they could be while still having their basketball drills and such. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't overly rude or, or anything like that. So kudos to good. the kids for that. Nice. Uh, also, the, the adults, on the other hand, were yeah, I know, flipping right? us the bird. And, uh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, question for you. The yeah. kids were in masks? No, no masks at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how that Here works out comes. for Here it comes. Yep. Here it comes. Yeah, I know. Um, I will also say the other thing that was we, we look at as a benefit oh, is, you know, worship service is an evangelical action. Mm-hmm. And when we have it inside our building or sequestered someplace else, people don't really know what That's we're right. doing. There's somebody who's not seeing it. So to be that public, that front and center, um, yeah. and have that dissonance of what everything else is going on, I think is a wonderful opportunity. So... Beautiful. There was a witness hap- that happened. Good. Yeah. That's um, exciting. Yeah, and I made sure during my sermon to point right at them and say, these heathens are going to hell. They need that. They do need Cause that. Because that's how people come to Christ. Well, what's the third part of your of your vision statement? Loving all? Loving all. That's yep, how that's I how love we them. love the hell out of we them. love the hell right out of them. <laughs> Isn't that part of the Pray the Gay Away movement? We I love oh, the hell out of man, them. Oh, man. What a stupid movement. Uh, Agreed. And now I want to just give my folks a heads up that, you know, we are starting Bible study again. Uh, yeah, so that's, but that's on Zoom, so 11.30 mm-hmm. to 12.30, so that'll be next week. Uh, and starting this Sunday, I'm doing a sermon series uh, titled Radically Different, how Christ mm-hmm. calls us to be radically different from um, what the world calls us to do, especially in this I time, in it. this day and age. And we'll probably right talk, on. we may get into that with our conversation, but mm-hmm. to let people know. Radically Excellent. different. Radically different. I love it. Yeah. So, good. Things, good things happening with both churches and all that. And Indeed. Yeah. I, I like this stream of radical and, and radicality. Mm. That's, that's, that's not a word. I was going to ask, is that a word? It is now. You said it. I said it. It's and a now word. it's a word. Because radicals sometimes protest. Is yeah. why I was saying that. Well, now it, I, I actually am using the word... Um, because uh, with the protest, we have the radicals become a bad word. The mm. radical right, the radical left. That's right. And as soon as yeah. we give that, um, you know, that, that adjective, it, they, they are now, you know, people we can just discount. Well, that's just part of the radical left or part of the radical life. Right. The so solidly other, there is not a hope of us identifying with their right. witness. Right. And I would suggest there is a, a good way of being radical that Christ kind of speaks to. But there are a lot of protests going on right now, huh, Charlie? Oh, man, they just don't seem to stop. Um, and and they're, they're, uh, they're perplexing because mm. apparently some the people talk all the time about how we're all going to wear masks until we're protesting Black Lives Matter and then we don't wear masks. Um, mm. be, that's how the radical right makes fun of the radical left. And then the radical left says, yes, well, but you can protest open carrying AK-47s through the town square and uh, you don't need to wear masks all of a sudden. And so the, the, the way we talk about protest mm. has been uh, probably nearly as politicized as it was in 1968. Although I wasn't alive to I see that. I've that. certainly read about it a lot. Yeah. It has been um, very politicized. And um, 
I will say, as, as a pastor, I often struggle with what is the right response hmm. to, to protests that are happening. How would Jesus protest? Well, I mean, he uh, certainly had a, a moment in the temple when he flipped over tables and chased people out. He sure did. I'll bet that looked very violent to the people who were there and I felt very it. disruptive to have someone place the souls of of the temple goers mm. above commerce. That must have felt really strange and frightening. It, it's one of those moments when we look at and we say, Jesus does get angry. Yeah. And I think, yeah. though, that's an important aspect to remember when we start talking about protest. Is, is there an underlying rage mm-hmm. that's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, rage I, I, and outrage. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you gone to protests at all in your life, Charlie? I have done very little in the way of actually protesting in the streets. Mm. Uh, it is not... I have a... Not, not that I'm... I'm not afraid of conflict... I don't like being punched and kicked, generally. Oh, okay. um, oh know, you don't. Wait, yeah, i got to write I know, that down. I know for... because I left Taekwondo after sparring a few times and just said, yeah, this is not, I don't, I don't need that in my life. Thanks. Mm. Um, but I, I respect that some people do enjoy that activity, and uh, I'd rather not be the brunt of it. Um, on the other hand, uh, I'm, I'm torn, and maybe mm. this conversation will change where I stand, but I'm, I'm confused about the effectiveness Hmm. of of in the street protest and and how it actually moves the needle yeah. not that i'm not supportive of those who want to exercise their the, is that the first amendment right um when right we, to when assembly we talk about yeah what's what's right to assembly that's first amendment that's part okay. of it yeah so right to assemble and then what's free speech Fifth? that's also first amendment oh that's part of the first thank yeah. you yeah first amendment I appreciate covers a lot of good things I'm appreciate that I'm with an actual constitutionalist instead of those folks that <laughs> say it's important and don't open it. Um, it I, I'll tell you this. It's a fun family game. We try to see how far we can get in naming the Bill of Rights before we have to look it up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's a Malone family game. <laughs> I want to be in your family. Um, not that I want to leave my own. Right, right, right. I, I just, I'm, I, I respect that the rights are being exercised and I'm grateful that they are, mm. but I find my voice is better heard in 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 other ways, but I, I don't know. So, so no, basically, yeah. I have not shown up to 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 wave a sign or a flag or an anything. How about you? I, I've been to um, I would say a handful. There are moments. Um, yeah, yeah. I I am I'm, I'm careful about which which protests I go to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but you know, especially recently, I've been to a couple of the the Rhode Island State Council of Churches uh, when the the Black Lives Matters protests really started going. Um, they mm-hmm. had one, um, and so I went to that because I knew, you know, I wanted to be with my clergy brothers and sisters. They had one. Yeah. Um, there was just a rally, like a gathering in East Greenwich, which is mm-hmm. not a um, predominantly African-American town, and so I, right. I actually had the whole family go to that because I said, this is important for us to be there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, by and large... My proclivity is to not go to protests. It's yeah. I feel uncomfortable. I've attended many vigils. We did yeah. a Black Lives Matter vigil in Southborough that just felt transformative to me, but it, it was not it did not have the urgency that a protest How would is that engender. different for you? How is that different from a protest? In a, in my understanding of a protest, well there were signs at the vigil too. It's not that there weren't signs. In, in my mind, and maybe I'm, again, because of my lack of experience, I'm misapprehending, but 
in my mind, in a protest, there are usually demands. Hmm. There, there are usually, it's, it's usually not about lament the way a vigil is and a sadness over the state. There's an urgency of anger that says, stop this now, or, and, and I guess the phrase, no justice, no peace, hmm. kind of encapsulates this, this feeling that if, if we can't have safety for black bodies in the United States, right. using the um, Kendi term, Ibrahim Kendi term, then, then we don't, we don't deserve peace of any sort. Um, and, and I guess that's part of, part of what's happening is it, the two sides of politics in the United States, if you're not listening in the U.S. and you don't know this, or if you just keep your head under a rock because you don't want to hear the news, mm. um, you might be a racist, uh, <laughs> then, then you might not know that, um, it, that there's a, a stream of... of Characterizing the protesters as, as um, what's the right term? Thugs, just hooligans, thugs, mobs, um, the folks who are spreading violence uh, to nefarious ends, um, which gets really complicated when when many of these protests have been seeded s e e d e d by uh, white alt right folks who are breaking glass. I mean, we have videos of yeah. it happening. Um, so there's that there's that kind of general fake news challenging sense yeah. around protest, saying that no, it's just an excuse to to riot. Um, but on right. the other hand, uh, I, I don't I don't know that that isn't appropriate. I don't know that destruction of property shouldn't come into it in an actual protest. Jesus turned over tables and clearly did not care about the destruction of property. When it was take when the property was taking precedent over the souls of temple mm. goers uh, in the money changing area, so um, I, I read something somewhere, and I wish I could I can't find the citation, but there's someone who said, "You're angry that buildings are burning." Well, when one black life is taken unjustly, three buildings in the vicinity should burn to the ground, so that they, the establishment, start to learn the value of a human life. Mm. In this case, a black one. Yeah. Um, so, how many buildings would burn if we were consistently killing white young men? Um, who knows? So, I get it. The people are fearful when they yeah. see this violence. It, it makes us afraid when we see destruction of property, especially to those people that had no part in the in the original unjust acts. But maybe you'd like to get a word in edgewise. Well, sorry. No, no, no. Please. <laughs> <laughs> It's always preaching. Best. Sorry. Well, I, I I start to think about protest. Um, I, I well, you know, I think there's there are a variety of types and forms of protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been thinking about this a bit, and I, and I, I this is where I'm kind of settling with it because I also wrestle with the the efficacy. Mm-hmm. But let's say you're in a relationship. Let's say you have a partner of some kind. Okay. Right. And you do Sorry, something. I thought, I thought you and I were in a new relationship. Well, I mean, that's when we moved to Vermont and started our commune. Oh, that's right. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. We'll let our wives know. Um, but let's, let's say, you know, you do something that really bothers your partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, if they're a good New Englander or even just an East Coaster, they'll say nothing. They just seethe. They just seethe, right? <laughs> right. But that's, in, and, and that resentment starts to build up. Mm-hmm. And usually something eventually happens where the person says, enough, I need yep. to speak, right? Yep. And, and I think that's part of where 
what um, some of the protest comes from is that there's been this underlying seething and you know burning and this anger that's been there, yeah. and it's we've gotten to this place where people are saying enough. Now, n- most of the time in any ki- in any kind of healthy relationship, when the other person finally speaks, um, there now can be healing, that mm-hmm. the relationship can go forward, and and so there's real power to giving voice to that anger, Absolutely. Um, to saying it. Yeah, you need to speak. You need to be heard. Or even if we brought it, you know, make it, you know, bigger to like a church community. If there are, you know, one person in the community that feels like, you know, something's not going right, they come, they talk to the pastor and they say, I just want to be heard, Mm -hmm. which is such a powerful statement. I just want to be heard. But usually they also want some kind of change. Yeah. And and so when I think about the protests, that's that's part of where I I come from is people, you know, the majority of the United States needs to know that this is not just a small thing. Um, this yeah. is this is not just you know one or two people or a couple hundred people, and and so if if we don't have a large gathering of, of folks saying this is not right, then how is it going to be heard? Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. what I found was just amazing when this first started that there were protests in every state in mm-hmm. in the country. That's right. And, and then around the world there were protests. Yeah, that that definitely feels new for our generation anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that's I mean. Uh, yeah, so that's that's powerful. But I also yeah. think stuff like vigils are a form of protest. I mean, even okay. if they don't have that, that visceral kind of anger right there, it's still saying we need to speak, and we're going to speak sure. in a different way. We're going to speak not just to the anger but to the grief, yeah. um, to the loss. That's an important part of Christian thought, the, the fact that we have a voice in the world of which we are certainly a part. Yeah. Um, rational Christianity accepts that we are of the world, whether we intend to be all the time or not. We're here. We're in it. We're a part of it. And yeah. we and because of that, we have a responsibility to share the witness as we understand it, to to share this new radical love of God that Jesus taught us. We're we're supposed to take that out and um the method, of course, is endlessly interpretable. Right. And and that's where I I am I don't know how I feel about the destruction of 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 property. I'm I'm a pacifist, um, and I feel like that kind of display of violence, uh, I I don't see how it could be helpful. But I'm talking from a place of privilege. Uh, certainly, yeah. Admitting privilege is important in this conversation. Yeah, it's it's easy for you and I to be a pacifist when our bodies are not threatened, right? Uh, daily by the by the structures of power, and and yes, threatened even when they aren't doing anything wrong. Right. Um, you, you can die in this country if you look a certain way and have the wrong response to an authority figure for whatever reason. Yeah. It doesn't matter who just died in your family or what you're feeling like or if you lost your job or if someone left you or, or any of that. None of that matters. Just the fact of what you look like mm-hmm. and what you say in that moment can get you killed. I mean, if that was the state for the rest of us, I think you'd see a lot a lot more protest. Obviously, yeah. this conversation is veering back into concerns about about black lives, and, right. and I don't know how you divorce that from the moment. It's it's a part well, of it. So I would say there is a there is a Christian call for solidarity. That's sure. a that's a part of the Christian tradition. That and even mm-hmm. if we say, well, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't affect our church, um, so we don't have to walk. Mm-hmm. No, we don't have to protest because we're not. It doesn't impact us. 
but you know, what was what was again the third part of your vision statement? <laughs> Loving all. Loving all. Ah, oh, it's just so yeah. good. Because yeah, if we really do love all, then um, when we see our brothers and sisters being, you know, injured, yeah. murdered, yep. it should cause us um, to have incredible rage and anger. Yeah. And how that manifests is really where we're trying to find a Christian yeah. response to protest and how we do it. So I think I think most folks in the Christian camp these days try to try to sound as rational as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, except for certain ones, but that's that's their problem, and their followers eat it up anyway. Yeah. Um, but but certainly when we hear of violence, there's a sense of sadness because we understand that when, in spite of the fact that a black life may be worth a hundred burning buildings, mm-hmm. as soon as a building is on fire, yeah. people are in tremendous danger. The protesters are in danger. The police are in danger. The first responders are in danger. The volunteer, possibly firefighters, are mm-hmm. in danger. There's so many layers of danger. Yeah. And, and the, a good response to that might well be, now you know how it feels to be in danger all the time. Okay, so once you've registered that, once people finally hear that, is that the time when we can move the needle back and stop stop doing those things? The other thing is, mm. it's surprising to me in our video culture, now that every single person in the world has a phone with a camera on it, vir- mm. virtually, unless yeah. you choose not to, um, or cannot for whatever reason, H- how are we not capturing the moments when these things happen. How do we not know mm. who, who is actually doing the violence and how can we not use that information to curtail it when it, when it rises? I don't know how Orwellian this is, but I wonder if there's a way to um, gather footage in such a way that people could understand that, well, I don't know, now I'm talking about surveillance state and that's probably not helpful for right, people. Anyway. Right, right. Yeah, we've just lost half our <laughs> listenership just right there. Sorry. You know, we in desperate times, we seek desperate solutions, yeah. and, and sometimes we have to talk it out to understand it's not the right way to go. Um, I, I guess, on the other hand, there is a tremendous amount of protest that's happening that is not um, violent and, and doesn't yeah. need to be Yeah, for, so, for, for all the right reasons, that just stating that the violence is what's killing us, not them, mm-hmm. us, and, and we need to be in solidarity against it. So some of the metrics I use when I think about going to a rally or a protest or something like that, mm. um, first, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't enjoy being at those kinds of, of gatherings. Mm. And I have to own that and then say, all right, despite that. Then I ask myself, if I were to be asked tomorrow, did you go to the rally? And if mm. I felt guilty and if I feel like I'm going to guiltily say no, then I should go. That's a really important question, Jonathan. Thank you for that. That's what got me to the vigil. Yeah. That sense that if I if I don't go to this, it do, then I I don't have a witness. Yeah. In this conversation, that's a great one. I love and, that. And then I think to yeah, also to say is is are these one of the issues where we need to be present when yeah, like I said, mm-hmm. there was a rally in East Greenwich, and East Greenwich is not you know, it's not a hot spot of, of yeah, police brutality is. and yeah, um, and I and and. Uh, you know, Rebecca and I told the kids, you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the reason we said this is because um, 
there needs to be a show of, of people. We need to see that this is not just two or three crackpots, but there are people behind this. There's a gathering behind this. And that's part of the solidarity. So we went, we didn't speak, we didn't, you know, we weren't, you know, very, you know, overly showy, but we were just there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be there, it doesn't take a lot of work, especially something like that, but it makes a yeah. big difference to have that many more, those numbers there as well. It certainly does. Yeah. So I, I mean, I encourage people always first to pray, mm. to start with prayer, um, to, to really listen to, you know, where, where the protesters are coming from. Please go to credible news sources. Um, please go to credible news sources. Please, please, please talk to Charlie <laughs> or I if you're not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll share the ones that are credible for us, and then you make a decision. I, I will say that I, I have six uh, that I routinely check uh, wow. when I want to know about what's happening in the world. Six separate independent sources uh, that each do their own thing, um, and that's, that's important to me. Be, you know, there, there were four Gospels. Mm. There were, you know, dozens and dozens of books in the Bible. Yeah. You, you need different viewpoints to understand yeah. what's going on in the world. If all your news is coming from one source, I don't care which side you're on, you're doing it wrong. And, and if that source says, we will tell you the truth that people are afraid to share, I, I don't trust them. <laughs> you, you, no. Yeah. That's generally not a truth. Yeah. It's and someone's it, truth, but it's not a truth, capital so, A. So pray about it. Pray about whatever that issue might be. Yeah. Uh, and ask God to stir you. And and then if you feel conflicted, if you feel like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm a little scared, then you probably should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's you know, the sweet spot, isn't it? It is. That, that it mix is. of guilt and trepidation and pain. And, and again, this is this is a very privileged View view to take of all it this really because is. people yeah. are not dying in Southborough and and uh, and in East Greenwich consistently uh, the way they're dying in other communities. So it, yeah, you know. And then the one final thing is if there's counter protesters, then it is on you to look at them and to love them. It sure is. It's on you to do that. You can disagree yep. with them. You can be angry at their actions and their words. But you have got to love them. And if you cannot, then you've got to take that to God. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and I'm not going to, I am not going to compromise on that. Good. Good. That's something I'm becoming more and more passionate about as people get more and more polarized. Yeah, love the other and, and recognize that they are just us espousing a different viewpoint. It's, it's us, people. It's yeah. all us. It's our problem. It's us. Um, so, so Charlie, for prayer, we ready to move to prayer? I'm ready to pray. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got with me, I don't know if I, I Walter Rauschenbusch. Hey, Walt. Yeah. Good. The hey, real I, Uncle Walt. The real, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Nicely done. I want to, pl- sorry, Disney. And if, if I could, I want to plug this book yeah. that I'm holding up. This is uh, To Live in God, Daily Reflections with Walter Rauschenbusch, because it was edited by my good friend, Dennis Johnson. Dennis, rock um, on, man. I know, That's right? That's great. Dennis is a recently retired pastor. Uh, he served a church in West Virginia for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just a brilliant writer and a fantastic individual, a good pastor. Uh, so he put together this, it's a book of, of prayers and devotions, all by, Ra- by uh, Rauschenbusch. 
So I encourage, if people are looking for a new devotional guide, um, this one is really good. Rauschenbusch is, is known as one of the fathers of the social gospel, uh, mm-hmm. the idea of thinking about the poor and the least and the hurt. And he was a pastor for some time in Hell's Kitchen, and that really impacted his his theology. And, and I would add a, a devilishly handsome man. Doesn't he have that kind of Papa Hemingway look? He and, does. Especially in that cover picture. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's he's an important part of my theology. Um, when I was uh, When I was studying his his thoughts and the social gospel and what it came to mean. Uh, and for, for anyone who hears the word social and, and used any way other than media gets prickly or afraid, hmm. read the book. <laughs> yeah. just, just read the book. It's not, it's not what you think it is. Yeah, it's that wonderful. book is The Theology of the Social Gospel by Walter Rauschenbusch. And R-A-U-S-C-H-E-N-B-U-S-C-H. So just wow. remember, it's, it's S-C-H every time and you'll yeah. get it right. German. Good I just German. ordered the book. Oh, you did? Oh, you found the, sure the Living God? Oh, fantastic. You bet uh, I did. I'll let Dennis know. He'll be thrilled. Good. Maybe he'll give me a cut of the royalties. He will not if he's smart. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> so I have, I, I, what I'm doing is I'm taking two separate prayers and just putting them together because I think they both, they're, they're shorter and they fit. So that's Walter Wait, Rauschenbusch. One Rauschenbusch prayer is not enough for you, Jonathan? No, it's not. It is. <sighs> it is not. And I don't have. When when did when was when did he live? I'm oh, trying I to remember f- his exact dates. I'm I sorry. don't either. You know, around there. Early uh, early 1900s. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> I could literally say anything. Yeah. <laughs> he died yesterday, in fact. <laughs> oh. No. He was Walter Rauschenbusch was still alive. No, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. Hmm. Okay. Protest prayer. Yeah. Let's, let's pray. Here we go. God, there are so many people who have been silenced for so long, and there have been times when we have been part of that oppressiveness of silence, and times when we have not said anything. Help us, Lord, to listen. Help us, Lord, to give voice to the oppressed. Help us to be in solidarity with those who are hurting, and remind us to love all of your children, no matter how angry they make us. God, save our black lives from Mm -hmm. the perils that they are undergoing. Give us a sense that they are a part of us and we are a part of them. Lord, lift up our privilege right in front of our faces and help us finally, if we still haven't, to understand it. God, give us a sense of joy in our actions and help us to understand when it's important for us to go, to be part of a vigil or a protest or an action. And Lord, um, just never let us forget that moment where Jesus took the tables and tossed them on their sides, spilling everything across the temple floor. Hmm. And from Walter Rauschenbusch. Oh Lord... Thou art the eternal order of the universe. Our human laws, at best, are but an approximation of thine immutable law. And if our institutions are to stand, they must rest on justice, for only justice can endure. We pray thee for those who, amid all the knowledge of our day, are still without knowledge. For those who hear not the sighs of the children that toil, 
nor the sobs of such as are wounded because others have made haste to be rich. For those that struggle vainly against poverty and vice, arouse them, we beseech thee, from their selfish comfort and grant them the grace of social repentance. Amen. Amen. Boy, that's a lot of shame that that Rauschenbusch just threw, huh? Yeah, and I, f- I always forget until I hear it again the these and the thines that he yeah. employs, as many American prayers did yeah. at that time. I felt like, like we should keep to that. That's the way he Oh, did you it. like that? The heightened language? Well, when he wrote it that way, I don't usually oh, pray okay. that way. <laughs> I have colleagues I have colleagues in the UCC that I've been meeting lately who, who believe that in the UCC we should be employing the Nicene Creed regularly. The Nicene um, Creed, not the Apostolic. I'm sorry, the apostolic. Creed. Oh, okay. My, see, my fault. See, yes. I'm, I'm non-creedal, so I don't, I don't follow it. But you stick to your anyway. guns. <laughs> I know, but they, they, they have that sense of we've given so much away to have what we have that we don't have a core mm. to lead the people with. And part of why creeds, anyway. Obviously, we have to do yeah. an episode on creeds. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, uh, folks, protest as is appropriate. Push yourselves. Yeah. Pray. Lots of prayer. Be safe. And yeah, take care safe. of each other. Love those across the line. Nice. If you can't love your counter protesters, you probably don't belong in a protest mm. as a Christian. Amen. All right. All right. Be well. See you. Bye.